Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, effective relationships. I'm a D, my direct is a C. Part one, here we go. Folks, welcome to something unusual at Manager Tools. For the next several weeks, four in total, Mike and I will be releasing a podcast from our Effective Relationships series, which typically is behind the paywall. These are long casts. In fact, the one we are releasing is two hours and 40 minutes long, if you can believe that. The show notes run to 18 pages. Typically, a show is only about five pages. They're probably the most densely packed with guidance casts that Mike and Wendy and I have ever recorded. And basically what they give you is an insight into using DISC to either manage your directs or in some cases to relate to your boss. There are a total of 16 casts in the Effective Relationship series. This cast is you're a high D as a manager and your direct is a high C. So you're a forceful, energetic, take no prisoners kind of boss and your direct to oversimplify things, of course, a little bit is a perfectionist, a dot his eyes or her eyes and cross his or her uh, T's kind of person, likes to go slow, likes to have a plan, likes to wait, 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 wait which annoys, 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 annoys you. And there are ways to get highly effective performance out of directs who are different than you. And on the other side of this series of cast, there are a lot of ways to craft an effective relationship with a boss who's very different than you. For the record, again, these casts typically are behind the paywall. This cast costs $25. I think this was actually the first cast that we ever sold, or these casts were the first cast we ever sold individually in providing the show notes. And these casts, you could you would buy both the show and the very long show notes to go with it. There are a number of topics covered in all of these casts. We've chosen, again, I'm a D, my direct is a C, but for every single disc profile, there is a cast relating to a relationship with the direct. So, for instance, I'm a D, my direct is a D. I'm a D, my direct is an I, and so on for S and C. Same thing for the I bosses and the S bosses and the C bosses. And that's why there are 16 casts for all of the bosses, D, I, S, and C. There are then the same casts in reverse for directs. So if I'm a D direct and my boss is a high C, we have that cast. If I'm an S direct and my boss is a high D, which would be terribly problematic for most cases, that cast is also available. There are a total of 32 casts. Each cast by itself is $25. We then sell the series of casts, for instance, for a high D boss, for each of the four directs, D, I, S, and C, for only $75, so you get a discount, a three-for-four discount. I'm sorry, a four-for-three discount. If you buy all 16 of the manager casts, it is only $125, and if you buy all 32 of the casts, it is only $250. When we release these, the vast majority of people who bought them bought all 32 of the casts. That said, let's talk about this cast. We go into detail for your directs, tendencies, and desires. Guys, if you know Manager Tools, if you've been listening for a while, this cast has 16 bullet points as an outline. We start with your high C directs, tendencies, and desires, what they think about, what they like, what they don't like. For an example, as a high C, your direct spends a lot of time thinking about the details of the work that he or she is doing. They want to be completely sure before they take actions. Another thing, your direct doesn't like chit-chat. Of course, you high Ds don't either. Your direct wants complete communication. He wants you to tell him about fine details, if in fact there are fine details. Not that a high D would be terribly good at discerning them. Then we'll go on to talk about what that high C, and again, this is just one of the 32 casts, what that high C wants from you as a manager what they're looking for in terms of communication and guidance in relationship. We also talk about what your direct doesn't want from you as a manager. A high D who walks down to IC and wants to interrupt and says, you need to put this that I'm talking about now first on your list, annoys the high C. 
Now, that may be a reasonable thing to do in certain situations, but you ought to know in advance that it will annoy your high C. We'll talk about how your direct, the high C in this case, works with others. How does he tend to relate to other people, with peers? How does he handle or she handle deadlines? And for that matter, conflict as well. We'll tell you how any direct wants to be recognized. High C's don't like being called up in front of the room. They don't care for that level of spotlight attention. We'll tell you how they tend to communicate overall, and then we'll give you a number of specific situations. What you can expect from a high C, and again, or an I, or an S, or a C, depending upon the cast you buy, how they communicate face-to-face, -face, what you'll discover when you interact. A classic example, you high Ds don't realize that you interrupt people all the time. The high C will never interrupt, and frankly, with a bit of tongue-in-cheek, they will note in their head when you interrupt them that you have yet violated again one of the rules of conversation and that will go in their black book against you we'll talk about how they communicate in meetings high c's often tend to sit back and quoting albert einstein up until now everything was in order high d's feel very comfortable speaking up chiming in if you're wondering why one of your directs is not doing it it's probably because she's not a high d like you we'll also talk about how they communicate by email Email is a natural failing point for manager and direct relationships, and it's not hard to make small changes. And for each one of these, we're not only going to tell you how they communicate, we'll also tell you what that means for you and how to address each one of those things. How do you communicate with a high C by email if you're a high D? How do you recognize a high C? How do you handle conflict when your direct handles it a certain way? how your direct handles projects and what you should do about that. And then lastly, we finish with a take on manager tools, managerial behaviors, one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and delegation. How your direct, in this case, in this cast, a high C, responds to those things and how you can be more effective, whether you're a DIS or C, interacting with that direct, whose natural approach in most cases is different than you. Again, folks, this is a four-part series. If you're picking up in part two or three or four, we encourage you to go back and start with the first cast where we start at the top. If at any time you want to go look at the Effective Relationships series of casts on the website, this motivates you to purchase one for $25 or a grouping for larger and larger discounts. We encourage you to go to manager-tools.com forward slash effective dash relationships. Again, we rarely do this. Danny and I on the road get questions all the time about how can I interact with my boss or my direct based on the fact that they're different. This is an extension of our Effective Communications Conference, which has become probably more interesting and more exciting for people than the Effective Manager Conference, simply because it fundamentally asks you to change the way you think about communication. And I will tell you, this cast leverages the single most important thing I ever learned in my professional life, which is communication is what the listener does. We hope you enjoy it. It's a chance to delve deep into a topic that affects all of us every week, every day. And we offer this one free to you in our normal stream as a way to introduce the idea and also to say, we know there are many of you out there who are high D bosses and you have high C's who frustrate you. And hopefully this will help you be frustrated a little bit less. We hope you enjoy this series of casts. So what are we gonna talk about in this cast? We're gonna start with your direct's tendencies and desires, how he or she sees the world, what they tend to like and don't like, how they tend to work. And then for each of these sections I'm about to list, we're also going to talk about what that means for you based on your own profile, DIS or C, what you'll need to do to be more effective in creating a relationship with your direct. We'll then talk about what your direct wants from you as a manager and also what your direct doesn't want from you as a manager. We'll talk about how your direct works with others, how he or she handles deadlines and conflict, how they want to be recognized, how they communicate both overall and face-to-face -face and in meetings and by email. We'll talk about how they handle projects, which is surely an important part of what you do. And then we'll end with the four parts of the management trinity. In other words, how your direct will handle one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and delegation. And again, for each of these sections, we're gonna talk about what your direct tends to see 
and how you can be most effective in creating a relationship with your direct. That's why these casts are called effective relationships. A high C direct will tend to spend a lot of his time thinking about the details of the work that has to be done. I, I think the thing that, that a lot of bosses won't get, particularly the D&I bosses, is a high C direct wants to be completely sure, or almost completely sure anyway, before he or she takes some sort of action. Um, he's got to know the parameters. He's got to feel good about the requirements in order to make what he would think of as the right decision. They're the kind of the people that read the instructions and lay out all the parts before yes. they make flat pack furniture. Yes. Yeah, and when you go into their works, if you go into their workshop at their home, everything is exactly. Yeah. And they have those be. little shapes on the on the wall and labels and all the all the screws of one type are in one jar and all the screws are in another type. Absolutely. In another jar, and I know as a high eye, all of my screws and are in a big box. <laughs> big box, and we just sort through them every day. Um, um, I think it's safe to say that a high C direct is not somebody who is going to forge a path, who's going to take some action and figure it out later. It's like, no, let's wait, let's pause, yeah. let's plan, let's, let's, let's get it right. It makes no sense to coin the high I phrase. In the high C's mind, it makes no sense to put your best foot forward and then drag the other one behind. It's better to put no foot forward until both feet are ready to go forward in harmony, in sync, with the plan. In the right um, direction. Yeah. He doesn't make fast decisions. She doesn't make fast decisions. She doesn't, she, she doesn't say, oh, it's fine. It'll work out. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, we're going to deliberate. We're going to take care on this. We're going to test it. We're going to review it. Um, maybe not include everybody else in the decision, but lots of thinking, lots of planning, lots of review. And probably the plans that the boss will see will be fairly complete. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, even maybe, maybe not complex all the time, but but definitely complete in a way that some bosses, the D's and I's, would probably say, whoa, yeah. there's a lot here. I expected half a page and I got three, right? Mm -hmm. And he'll probably feel, she'll probably feel once she, once she has the plan, it's She's the right. right plan. Oh, absolutely. And, and as we've said before, and the danger for that with high C's is when they're right, unfortunately, sometimes they react or sometimes they act as if everybody else is wrong because they feel differently. And hopefully everybody's figured out by now that in order to do it this way, Things take longer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They always want more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, doesn't like chit chat very much. Not, not terribly personal. Not an unfriendly person at all. Right. No, but um, doesn't waste words. Yeah. In, yeah. It's my sense. Okay. Um, Mike is a high C and Mike's not one to be chit chatty. I remember a time that we went to a client, in fact, AT&T while they were helping develop the iPhone and, uh, um, he, he was, very comfortable standing in the back of the room as our clients came in. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, you gotta, you gotta introduce yourself. You gotta say hello. You gotta shake hands. Mm -hmm. And he did it marvelously, but he said, that's not my gig. Mm -hmm. That's not my thing. Whereas for me as a high eye, I'm like, okay, this is fine. I get to meet everybody. It's good. The getting to know people thing is kind of like, no, I mean, I, I don't need to do that. Right. Like I, I'm doing the work. Right. Why, why would I need to know about your kids? My, jo what? Yeah, my, my job description is fairly complete. It's, you know, I, I, I meet every requirement of my job description. I don't have bad relationships. We're, we're not saying we have bad, high C's have bad relationships no. with others. They simply don't engage. They don't, they don't consider it. They don't value it highly enough to say, I, I really need to know about Mark's three kids and their ages and so on, because that will help me in terms of interaction. In a high C's mind, it's more like, no, it won't help me in interaction because we're only talking about the work and he's a professional and I'm a professional. So can't we just talk about the work? Yeah. Right? They, they don't understand. They don't, uh, see it as valuable enough to expend energy on it. Everybody right. has a choice about what to spend their energy on and they're spending it on their task and they yeah. don't have any left. I think that's a good way to put it. It's not that they devalue people at all. They just say, uh, people are valuable. I respect that. I have friends. And if I have an hour to do, to, to be at work, I'm going to do work. Exactly. Why, why wouldn't one? Why wouldn't one? Yeah. Indeed. Um, they do know. I mean, smart ones know that in order to have good results, they do have to interact. They do have to tolerate some interaction with other team members. But again, as you say, they'd rather focus on the task at hand. Um, there's nothing in any of these cast folks that would say anything that any of the four types can't be great with other people. No. There's nothing in any of these casts that say that any of these four types can't be down in the weeds. Just because a high eye more naturally leans toward interaction with people doesn't mean she can't be down in the weeds when she needs to be. Just because a high C prefers to be down in the weeds, head down, 
kind of ignoring people, letting people come into her cube and not really paying attention to them because the spreadsheet's taken her hours to get ready doesn't mean she can't be delightfully pleasant and, and charming in a, in a social situation, but it's not their choice. It's not their tendency. That's why we talked about tendencies and desires. A high C direct is definitely going to want complete communication. Okay. She wants you to have clearly thought about all the issues around the subject. Take the time with her to have sorted the information in order to communicate it in a logical way. Um, and to include details, uh, uh, um, Hey, we're going to go in this direction and I don't really have it all fleshed out. That's a concern for a C. Yeah. They're going to say, well, I'm being handed a, a, an incomplete mission. Uh, I'm being handed a, a bag of dirt and I, I don't really know whether or not there's going to be enough information out there. I'm going to have to really work hard in the beginning to keep from making a mistake. Yeah. Is it, there's a concern there that they won't do the right thing because they didn't have all the information. Yes. If, if you're just told, oh, go and find out about X, then because you don't have all the, all the there's, there's no parameters to it. Right. You can't know that you're right. Yes. And you can't know when you have everything you need. No. Right? Yeah. As well, if you are going to be talking to a high C direct, they're going to want to know how you got to the conclusion you did. Hey, listen, I came out of a meeting and we're going to go in this direction. Okay, uh, I can do that, boss. Why? What? What happened? Uh, look, it's too complicated. The the CEO and the the, the CAO were having an argument. Um, the HR people got involved. Um, some of the rules are different, and, and the C says, "What? What rules? Um, you know that that'd be helpful to me." Well, it's I, I could spend half an hour telling you. You probably should have been in the meeting, but the fact is, we got to do this. Okay, but you know what? What factors do we need to consider? Don't worry about that. Let me worry about that. What you're doing is setting that C up for, uh, look, a C can be effective with that kind of guidance. Mm -hmm. It's just harder. And they're going to be miserable and they're going to be extra careful. They're going to do, okay, it's not just that my belt is perfect. Now I want suspenders too. Um, and, and I'm really going to overcheck things to make sure. And probably what I'm going to come up with when I come back to you as a high C direct, I'm going to come up with a plan and a couple of alternates based on the fact that I just don't know whether that piece of information you gave me is 30% of the value of this, of this project or 50% or 80%. And, and how can I come up with a great plan if I don't know which one of those things it is? It's just not, a professional wouldn't do that. Yeah. And the high eye, what would the high eye say to the boss who says that? Oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll get something started. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll throw something against the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. A high C will say, hey, look, if you haven't done um, all the work, that's necessary on your end as my boss, then I'm not going to feel good about doing all the work on my end. And surely you've done the work you need to do because otherwise you're putting me in a difficult situation. And I'm potentially wasting my work. Exactly. Which is, which is which very is, frustrating. Ooh, dangerous. The high I wastes work all the time. Yeah. The high ID, high D wouldn't say he or she wastes work all the time, but, but they, they absolutely do. do. Right? The high S wouldn't waste work. The high S and the high C are both in the reserve category. And so they tend to say, I'd, I'd want more data. I want more information. I want you to explain more to me how this can impact people and so on. But a high C wasting work, not good. Not good. One thing that high Cs do is uh, while they're generally not as communicative as an I or an S, for instance, um, and, and so uh, they tend to be about as communicative as a D because they're on the task side. Um, what we find is they're not communicative until they are down in the weeds or until they're prepared or until they're talking about their area of expertise. And so when they're doing that, when they're talking about their work, you might su be surprised at how loquacious they're willing to be. Mm -hmm. um, um, a high C believes that a small difference between two variables out of 10 total variables is sometimes the key to understanding something. That a third uh, um, decimal point, number after the decimal yeah. point might in fact uh, make a difference. Or at least if it's not gonna make a difference, one ought not to, to not know it if one can know it, if there's a chance that it would make a difference. She doesn't wanna make any decisions until he's sure or she's sure she understands the details. She doesn't believe that how the team feels about a change that she's already decided on 
will make any difference in the implementation. Like right. I said earlier, like, well, why, why would one have a concern? It's, a, it's, it's clearly a, the right thing it, to do. It's clearly the like, right like thing the to do. Like the fact that you don't like it, it's, Again, it's immaterial. Right. It's the right thing. Yeah. Can't we all be professionals? Yeah. Right. And in fact, I would say this is, this is a little departure, but I, but I would say that high seas that I've enjoyed working with are ones who believe it's about professionalism. Mm-hmm. The ones that sometimes can be irritating, and folks, please don't, don't take this wrong if you're, if you're a high C yourself, because, because us D's and us I's and us S's all have things that are irritating. I'm sure many of you will write in and tell me how irritating I am as a DI. Um, although Mike never seems to get those notes, um, as a high DIC. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, um, I, I think the high C's that sometimes get themselves in trouble is where they, they get a little bit of true believer status. It's not just a matter of, Wendy's, I, I don't, if I'm a high C and I'm a, I'm relatively easy to work with in horseman's vocabulary, then I think Wendy it ought to do what I've planned out because she's a professional, because she ought to see the work and be able to look at the work and understand this is a really good plan and it's the right plan. The high C's that get in trouble are the ones who say, I'm right. They, they believe their, their own work. It's the pedantic ones. Yeah, that, exactly. That are pre- prepared yeah. to let, defend the right idea. Yeah, let me show you exactly why this is right. And let me, no, no, no. And, and, and then the tone becomes, and if one thing is right, I mean, mm-hmm. literally right, mm-hmm. and, and it is a black and white world we live in, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Numbers are numbers, facts are facts, and facts are seven things. It's just things. math. It's just math, exactly right. Then, by definition, the plan you're faffing about, the faffing around about, is actually wrong. Yeah. And and so you'll hear that tone creep in a little bit of, no, we can't do that because of this. No, we won't do that. That won't work, right? Mm-hmm. Literally, the, that won't work, and we can't do that. And and that's not a good way for high Cs to go through their life because mm-hmm. they'll tend to lose friends. And and so we see that sometimes, and sometimes that's a bit irritating to me. And again, folks, I'm not saying I'm not irritating at times as well. Um, like like when I say sometimes, don't ever do that again. <laughs> and maybe some some choice words in there as well. High C believes that overcoming detail, and this can be irritating if you're a boss who wants somebody to move quickly, that overcoming detail will convince others in the organization, I'm sorry, overwhelming detail, um, that having that amount of overwhelming detail will convince other people, and and then they'll agree that I'm right. My 18-page report is it, with all those details is, is what will convince you. And, yeah. and the high eye is like, I haven't read the report. I, I haven't read it. And, and like, in tell fact, me a story I, about why I should do it. I will not read the <laughs> yes. report. And, and in <laughs> fact, the high D won't read that report no, either, right? That's true. Probably they won't not. read the end. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. And, and as we said before, they want to be right. Um, you know, you might find a high C will be willing to argue with you a little bit about, you know, mm-hmm. I came up with this plan and this is the plan. And as you use the boss, say, well, that, this and this, this part won't work. And the high C will say, without those parts, it fundamentally changes everything. You got to give me a chance to do it again. No, we're going. We have to move quickly. Their rightness um, overcomes your role power. Yeah, exactly. Even though probably you've sent a message, we should be moving on. <laughs> here, right. Um, definitely will get frustrated by inaccuracy or vagueness. Mm-hmm. Um, although, look, folks, if you're, a vice president, and we're talking about a senior manager, a more senior manager, as managers, uh, as people gain role power, they, it's very hard to gain a great deal of role power and not understand that there's some vagueness inherent in mm-hmm. everything we do. Um, but at the lower levels, you're going to find that some ICs, particularly in their technical role, and they believe they're there because of their technical expertise, they're going to get fairly stubborn about We've got some vagueness here. We really can't proceed without knowing this. Yeah. And the high eyes of the world, the opposites of the high seas would say, well, okay, we don't know. I know we don't know. Let's put in a placeholder. We'll call it six mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. And the high sea just sort of, their skin crawls a little bit like, ah, <laughs> oh, geez, I mean, you could be wrong. Yeah, well, yeah. we could be moving in the right direction yeah. too. Yeah. And if you work at NASA, that's the right thing to do. Absolutely. If you don't work at NASA and you're trying to guess what your customers are going to do, yeah. then, then a guess is a guess. Yeah. Now, you're also going to see that your high C direct at times is going to appear stony faced or um, blank faced or have a flat affect. He, he, um, he's probably not one to celebrate even when there was a big win. Um, he's also probably not one to pout excessively. Um, if in fact there was a failure, um, you probably will have to work harder, particularly if you're an I or an S to see whether or not they're doing well or not. They're not going to show it to you. It's one of the reasons they make great diplomats. Another thing you'll find is that that your direct loves detail work or repetitive work and will in fact do that detail work um, 
better than others. We'll, yeah. we'll own it and we'll master it and we'll figure out ways to do it simpler with higher and higher quality. She finds satisfaction in clean rows and rows and rows of clean, accurate numbers. She wants to spend time planning in order to make sure the path you're taking is the right one. Um, in a 500 task project, she wants to be able to say out loud that she's green on 211 of the first 212, right? And, and that's, that's important. Whereas the high eye will say, when you ask a high eye that situation, hey, how's the project? Great. We're good. Yeah. Well, how many of them are green? Don't know. Oh, Only a most of them. <laughs> yeah. There, you know, there are a couple that aren't green, uh, you know, but we're good. We'll be fine. I, I got it covered. I'm yeah. good. And the high C's like, what do you mean you got it covered? It's <laughs> yeah. either green or it's not. It's, it's a number, right? What's yeah. your percentage? Yeah. Um, high C's are often said to be Spock-like. And we're talking Spock. If you don't understand my English diction, that's, that's uh, American diction, excuse me. Uh, that's Spock from the, from the uh, TV show Star Trek. Less inflection in their voice. They tend to speak more slowly. Um, their faces are less energetic than a high eye. They don't have rubber in their faces. Um, they're focused on the work and the tasks. And smiling is something that they might do. Um, they, they certainly know that smiling is necessary for reasonable relationships, but you won't find them doing it nearly as much as high I's or high S's. They're not going to try to persuade you with emotion. Rather, they're going to say, this is factual, this is correct, and they're going to use logic. They don't really raise their, eyes, right, raise their voices or engage in argument. Mm. They don't argue, they continue, they do the broken record thing where they continually repeat the same fact. Right. Because the fact should convince you. Yeah, they don't the fact need is, to be fact angry or passionate or any of those things. It's the fact. Yeah. Um, they, they, they like the, the rules of conversation. And one of those rules is that one person speaks at a time. Um, D's and I's don't tend to put much faith in that, and they'll talk over you and interrupt you. But high C's, if you interrupt them, will stop talking. They'll just simply stop talking. Stop mid-sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they'll wait for you to finish yeah. and then carry on. And in their head, they're judging you harshly as you literally, you're a child and you don't know that it's one person at a time. And actually, I had formed 31 sentences together in my mind in order to refute you. You interrupt me after six. I have, you know, many more to go. I have 25 more to go. And as soon as you're done, I'll pick right up where I left off. And soon, at some point, you're going to realize that the sheer beauty and elegance of my argument will win you over. Um, but don't kid yourself. D's, I's, and even S's, if you interrupt the C, they're judging you. Mm -hmm. You don't see it on their face, but they're judging you as you just broke a rule. Yeah. And that doesn't bode well for you in the conversation. They're not going to show you you're, they're angry, and they probably won't get angry initially, but they know you don't know the rules. Yeah. Um, they're going to generally speak quietly, and, and they're not going to get animated. Okay? If you are not a high C and you've got a high C direct, some of you may be thinking, wow, this is a stickler, and, you know, there's, I, I, I got concerns here. Trust me, folks, all of these casts, Every single one, D, I, S, and C, have their own faults, their own annoyances, the things that people go, Oof. you know, Ds are kind of uh, bull overbearing. In a, uh, <laughs> overbearing, yeah, <laughs> bull in a china shop. Is tend to be sloppy and happy, uh, and you can't ever pin them down. Ss tend to be uh, very uh, uncomfortable with change and always so concerned about people that, you know, not really sure what decision to make. Uh, and high C's tend to be sticks in the mud and perfectionists in ways that, well, we can't do it until it's right, until it's perfect, and so on. So everybody has a strength and everybody has a weakness. Yeah. The high C's willingness to ensure that things are right is important when you're talking about safety or accuracy or security uh, or technical stuff that's the heart of what you're doing. There are some things that we need to get right as high D's. Forget that. Uh, high I's. Forget that sometime, but, it, but it's true. That high C's tenaciousness when running down details and making absolutely sure and not having a hole in one's logic can be really helpful, particularly when you're preparing for presentations, for instance, to other high Cs, if you're not a high C. And, and finally, let's just say, they really are, I alluded to this earlier, they're good diplomats. Mm -hmm. They have a stony face. Um, they know the details. Most people assume that high eyes would be great diplomats. It's not true. High eyes tend to give away a lot of secrets, tend to be a little too loquacious, um, and high C's tend to be, play, they play their cards close to their chest. Um, they're able to adjudicate. They're able to be, appear to be neutral mm -hmm. in a discussion with two warring parties, if you will. Um, and again, knowing the facts, 
makes it easy for them to create an argument that's more compelling than just, hey, we should all get together yeah. and chat. Let's all be friends. Yeah, let's be friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's spend a minute talking about what my directs, if I'm, a, if I'm a high D boss, what my directs, tendencies and desires, my high C directs, tendencies and desires mean for me as a manager, okay? So I would assume one of the pluses is they're like me in the yeah. sense that they have a task focus. You, you have the, the left-hand hemisphere in common, so you're both task-focused. Right. Um, and you're both less likely to focus on people. Um, but then, of course, you have the the upper, uh, the lower and upper portions of the quadrant um, are different for you. So your uh, a high C is reserved and a high D is um, more assertive. So right. that, that part is different. So you have half of it is similar and half of it is different. Yeah, I think that I, I think that what you're going to find is that you're similar in the sense that you focus on logic, you focus on the numbers, you focus on getting the work done. You don't, in, in the minds of both of you, you don't focus, you, you, you don't uh, muck things up by talking about people too terribly much. How people feel is their fault and you focus on achieving results. However, um, as you say, because the high C is reserved, they're going to probably move a little bit more slowly mm -hmm. than the high D boss. Um, he or she will wait for the right moment and take the right action rather than saying, let's push forward, let's go ahead. In fact, I can just picture a high D boss saying, let's move, let's go, let's go, let's go. And the high C, maybe not saying anything at all, but essentially sending a message of, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm not, not ready. ready. Yeah. I'm not ready because I'm not sure that we're doing the right thing. And Heidi yeah. doesn't care whether they're doing the right thing as long as they're doing something. Yeah. In fact, Mike and I just recently listened to a great Eagle song called Do Something. And <laughs> we all agreed that it was a great high D, high I sort of anthem. Like, geez, let's do something. <laughs> and in fact, that's one of the reasons why high D, high I's tend to be more highly represented as a percentage of the population of executives and managers because executives and managers have to choose to do something in many cases. I'm sure I just upset a lot of high C's, but but it's not because they're necessarily better at being executives or managers. It's because part of being an executive is being willing to take action without knowing everything. The high C um, direct of yours is probably still thinking about options uh, she's mulling things over and trying to figure out, okay, let's plan this a little bit more. Let's get a little bit more right and so on. Whereas you as the boss, you've already made a decision. You've started on action. Um, and you can go ahead and you can try. I've made a decision. This is what we're going to do. But if you continually do that, you'll start to lose the respect and the, and the mental energy that a high C brings you because you're constantly forcing them to do something before they're ready. Yeah. We've said before that high C's and high S's, sometimes it's a good idea to give them a little bit more advanced notice, even when it comes to brainstorming. Give them a day's notice. This is what we're going to brainstorm. Let them think about it. Um, because coming in and immediately just coughing things up, you know, okay, here, I've got a bunch of ideas. A little bit less comfortable for high C, whereas the high D would say, look, we're working here and we're getting things done and we need to brainstorm here. Let's brainstorm. I mean, throw some ideas out. And the high C's, nope, I want to, I want to be right about things. Um, you're going to probably have to spend more time then you want to, as a boss, as a high D boss with a high C direct, explaining what's, what the work is going to be. They need the secure, the high C direct needs the security of more details. They have to understand the context so they can understand the task and complete it accurately. They want to understand the ramifications and, and I can't be accurate if I don't understand context. Um, I might be able to be precise. But I might be precise in the wrong place, which would mean I'd be precise without accuracy, which is not a good thing. Yeah. Um, and that's a good thing for high D bosses, right? Because it, for those of them that have been delegating and wondering why their delegations go wrong or why, why they've been sort of drive-by assigning tasks and, and wondering why they don't quite get what they want. The, the right. being forced to slow down and actually think about what you want might help them in some cases. Yes, I, I do think, folks, we're not trying to send you a message here if you're a high D boss that you should go as slow as your high C direct wants. 
you should recognize, we're recommending that you recognize that your high C will want to go slower than you. And there will be times where you'll need to slow down, ask if they have questions, listen to a few more questions, answer some of their questions in order to get them more on board. But you do not run your, your team or your organization with an eye toward keeping all the high C's and S's and I's and everybody else happy. That's not your job. Um, there is a balance between you wanting to get things done and them needing more information. Uh, you simply ignoring them and saying, I'm going to drag you kicking and screaming into the modern world, a la Peter the Great, um, is, is noble and interesting and somehow probably makes your ego feel good. But there's probably a time where you could say, wait a minute, this is a key person on my team. Let me spend a few more minutes. Let me share with her the key things she needs. And, and that will then increase the chances that as the project unfolds, as the effort unfolds, they're going to continue to stay on board rather than feeling like it's just another half-cocked idea that the boss has me on. Yeah. And, and you're probably going to have to wait longer for the results than you might like to, assuming what so many managers do is say, well, it would only take me two days. Why is it taking you four? Well, that's because people are different than you. And maybe that's why you're a manager and this person is not, although that's no way for us to know that. High C's take longer to do the work. They, they want do. to do it right, right? And they think about it for a lot longer. So it takes longer to see anything happening because it's all happening in their head and the plan and they're thinking about right. it. And then they take action, unlike right. us D's and I's who take action and then think, oh, I should have had a plan. Right. There's a, there, we joke at the effective communication conference about managers who, um, or the high D, high I, high S, I see how we each, uh, translate the, the old phrase ready, aim, fire. And what high D say is fire. And what high C say is ready, aim, 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 aim. And it, it will annoy you, although your annoyance is your fault. And you have to recognize that they work differently. It'd probably be good for you to teach them some of your willingness to move quickly. It'd probably be good for you to learn that sometimes discretion is the better part of value. Probably, the diff another difference between the D and the C is the C will show less outward sign, demonstrate less outward passion about work than you do. They will not be as exercised in a way that's obvious to other people about the importance of the efforts yeah. you engage in. They're less likely to get loud and, and, and kind of excited about things. Yeah, and, and loud's not necessarily bad. Loud can be a happy kind of loud yeah. as well. And it's not that she doesn't care. It's that, that she's not as demonstrative. Uh, uh, the S's and C's tend to be less demonstrative. High C's are famous for, as we've shared, that, that they tend to be somewhat of a, a stony face, whereas mm -hmm. a high D will be more of a stony face than an IRS, but will still be willing to, to express, hey, I'm excited about this. This is going to be good. Here's why it's going to be good. Talking fast, talking loud. And the high C will almost appear to be putting brakes on things. Doesn't mean they're not passionate. Doesn't mean they don't care. It means the way they communicate is slower, more reserved than your natural style as a high D. And, and you won't see them. You won't feel like they're going to argue with you. They'll tend to shut down more quickly if they feel like they're being attacked. Um, they might stand their ground, but they're going to stand their ground essentially quietly. Yeah. Okay. So what do high C's want from their direct, from their manager as a direct, right? If you have a high C direct, I would think the first thing he or she wants is clear priorities, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't like working in vagueness and inaccuracy and without understanding what parameters are important to you. They want to get it right for you. Yep. And that means having a whole bunch of information before they start work. Yeah. I also think that they feel like because of their interest in this, that they, they're, they should be working on um, what the team decides is a priority. Look, look, you have to consider the kinds of things I consider important in order for us to consider the team's priorities. And that will require clear guidance. What do you think? She wants to be able to work on 20 things or three things? Oh, three. three. Definitely. Well, why three? The high eye would want 20, right? Yeah, because the, the, the high eye wants the variety and like, oh, I'm bored with this. I'll switch over. Whereas high C's don't get bored until they're complete with things. Mm -hmm. They don't get bored really with, with work. They, right. They're happy to start something, work through it, get to the end, and then start the next thing. They're right. not. They're not. They're not like I's and, and to some extent D's who will work on 20 things simultaneously. Yes, yeah, right. Um, and if there are three things, she'll have more time to develop a plan for each one of them and work through the tasks in the plan rather than trying to spin plates up on a stage somewhere. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
The high C direct absolutely wants clear, complete communication, right? Yeah, because you're showing them respect when you think tight. You when you've taken time to think through all of the things that yeah. they need right. to be successful, then you've shown them respect. They don't yeah. like that drive by. Do this. By the way, there's a change. You guys should know. Tomorrow there'll be we'll have an announcement on a big change, and this is yeah. like what change? I'm. But I'm halfway through this plan. Yeah, like, yeah. When you can't communicate clearly to a high C direct. They feel you're wasting your time and theirs. And not, look, they understand that the world is a is full of vagaries, and there are times when when things change. Um, but they still want what they want. Mm -hmm. In the same way that high eyes want freedom, when in fact there are some pat projects that allow them no freedom at all. Um, and you thinking about that, you knowing that with a high C will help you craft a better relationship with them and will help you understand why they respond the way they do when you don't give them clear guidance or clear understanding about something that they really feel they need that's fundamental to the work that they're doing. If you know, you can tell them ahead of time, look, I want you to work on this project and the company is not decided on X and Y yet. And I know that's uncomfortable for you, but please, can you work on the Z part and then we'll get to the others? Mm -hmm. right. And then they're, then, then they're fine, right? Right. Um, a high C direct wants a calm, professional workplace. You know, we joke about, we, I often mention high eyes because C's and I's are opposite one another in the disc model. If you're, if you're new to the disc model, folks, think of a circle with four quadrants. Um, with essentially a, 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 an X and Y axis through the middle of that circle and the four quadrants, top left, top right, bottom right, bottom left, um, those quadrants um, follow the disc numbering system, which is D in the top left, I in the top right, S in the bottom right, and C in the bottom left. So you can see there, if you've got that picture in your mind, the D and C of disc are on the left, the I and S are on the right, the D and I are on the top, and the S and C are on the bottom. And those hemispheres matter. Uh, if you're on the bottom, like an S or a C, you tend to be reserved, you tend to wait, you tend to pause, you tend to want more data before you make a change. The Ds and Is tend to be assertive, they're on the top, and so they tend to be okay with change. They're comfortable making change. They don't mind a little bit of chaos um, as long as they are, quote, moving forward, unquote. The Ds and Cs or on the left, they tend to be task-focused at work. They tend to think about, let's get the work done and the people will be okay. The I's and S's of the world tend to be people-focused. And they say, let's take care of the people and the work will get done. So the reason why, if you can see, if you can picture that C in the bottom left and you can picture the I in the top right, the reason why I mention high I's when we're talking about a cast with, with high C directs is because a high I will be often exactly the opposite in the way they see the world and react to the world. The high I is assertive and people-focused. The high C is reserved and task-focused. And so the high I doesn't think anything of uh, starting something with less than full information. The high C would call that going off half-cocked. Mm -hmm. The high C thinks nothing of planning and planning and planning to make sure we've got something right and professional and correct and worthy of our level of education and experience. And the high eye says, you're taking too dang long. The customers want it yesterday. So that's that's part of the reason, probably too much detail there, folks, why we often mention high eyes when we're talking about high CCAS. A high eye boss in this situation of a calm professional workplace will sometimes drive the high C crazy. The high eye <laughs> boss walks in on Friday morning and says, hey guys, it's Friday, I bought everybody coffee and donuts. Come on into the conference room, let's visit for a few minutes. And the high C is sitting at his table going, not again. Uh, yeah, not, I, not, I, are we not paid to work? Uh, uh, is it not a work day? Yeah. Let me just check. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah. And you know, I could absolutely get a lot of work done if you guys weren't faffing around and having parties and so on. And really, I don't even like donuts. <laughs> it's not It's not in my caloric intake for the day. <laughs> I, I find this annoying. But he's the boss, right? And everybody loves him. He's so chitty chatty, la, 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 la. <laughs> everybody loves him. I have to go in there and go, la, la, la. Well, you know what? I'll just put on my game face. I'll go in. I'll have a little coffee. I won't have a donut. When they ask me, do you want a donut? I'll say, no, thank you. And, and you know, I'll, I'll waste 15 minutes, but I'll be part of a team. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> right? Wait till I tell my significant other when I get home about what my dumb boss did today. Um, yeah. Um, and look, guys, we're kidding a little bit there, okay? We're not saying high C's can't be fun. Of course they can be fun. High C's have close personal friends who care about them and they care about their friends the same way I's and S's and D's do. 
I probably have a few more, hundred more close friends than <laughs> high C's. But the, the high C will just tend to restrict his fun to a smaller part of the conversation and tend to spend more time thinking about work when they're at work. Simple. Okay, so what does that mean for a high D boss and a high C direct? What does that mean in terms of what this high C direct wants from us as a manager? So d- ID. They definitely want clear priorities. The the high D and 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 also the high I's, but the high D's do this too. Um, jumping from fire to fire, and, exactly. and this is urgent, yeah. and that's urgent, and and now I'm completely changing the plan. It's very disconcerting right. for for now, them. Now, what would you say to a high D boss? As well, but the plan did. I mean, the, the priorities did change. They did. Well, they do, and and you have to be cognizant of the fact that. It's disconcerting for the C, and maybe you need to say, "I know this is going to be. I know this is going to bother you, and I'm sorry, but it's necessary." Or and no, it's necessary. I don't know that I would say I'm sorry. I, I think what I would do is this: the, the difference is me walking by the cube and say, "Look, priorities change. We're going from. We're not going to New York after all. We're going to Philadelphia." And the high C goes, "What? Wait, right?" Uh, uh, as opposed to going by and say, "Hey, got a second? Hey, listen. Um, there's been a change. We're no longer going to New York. We're now going to Philadelphia." I'm sure that affects some of your planning. I respect that. Figure out a half an hour in your calendar today. Look, take a look at it. Let me know what that means in terms of impacts on the plan. And I'll expect an answer from you by four o'clock. You help them find some time to plan. And you don't simply say, I'm just dropping this on you and then leaving you. Right? Yeah. I'm essentially honoring the fact that you need more time. Whereas if there was a high D working for me, I would say, dude, it's not, <laughs> it's not New York anymore. It's Philly. And they go, yes, yeah. <laughs> and be excited at the fact that there's a change right. in drama. And <laughs> Or they would just say, okay, got it, right? They have the same amount of work to do as the high C does, and, and a high D is probably saying, yeah, I like more high Ds working for me. Yeah, that's good some of the time, but yeah. not all the time. Team yeah. full of anything is not a good yeah. thing. I would suspect that probably the high D might be a little quick in terms of communication and a little bit light on the details, whereas... A high C wants clear and complete communication. Yeah, those those drive-bys that you've just demonstrated, <laughs> hey, we're going to Philadelphia, is is yeah. just not enough for a high C. And and again, you can do it, but they'll be disconcerted, and you're not getting as much from them if you're if you're leaving them in this yeah. feeling of anxiety that I don't have enough information. And, and and if you think that your direct feelings aren't your fault, you're right, but they matter. <laughs> and so considering that is helpful. So I would guess that if I assigned a task and I did it in three sentences and, and, and essentially if a high D comes by and says, Hey, by the way, you need to do this, this, and this, you got it. Good. The high D is showing respect for the person. Mm-hmm. I know you're smart enough to figure this out. Mm-hmm. We don't need to spend a lot of time. We don't need to do a dance here. Uh, the highest form of respect I can show you is not to pat you on the head and explain everything, but to the high C that sort of just tossing something, drive yeah. by kind of thing, is not seen as a form of respect. It's it's a form of disrespect. I, disrespect, exactly. Because you're not giving me everything I I need if, to if, be successful. Exactly, you're reducing my chances of helping you and me be successful by acting as if the details don't matter. When in fact, everything I know, as I see, suggests that they, they details matter. matter. Yeah. yeah, and they don't want your stream of consciousness. I'm Ugh. I'm absolutely. I do this. I, it's just yeah, one do. thought and then another thought and then another thought. And it and there's no, it makes sense in my own head, but there's no structure to it. And right. if you're delegating or or assigning work to a high C or even having a discussion with them, you need to have it much more structured. Yes. Otherwise, they can't follow where you're going. Right. And I think more pauses, mm-hmm. slow down, wait a little bit longer between paragraphs and expect some questions, or if you don't get questions during your discussion of a change or a project or an update or whatever, wait a little bit longer at the end and say, do you have any questions? Yeah. And then be willing to wait, which for a direct, this, for, for a Heidi boss, it will seem like a minute, but I'm, I'm saying waiting, wait five seconds. Yeah. And to a high D, five seconds is literally like 30 minutes. And it takes a while for the high C to figure out the form of the question he wants to take. And and maybe they'll come back to you with questions later. Like like four hours later when you've yeah. when you've forgot way as a moved D, on. Way moved on. Like, I've done thousand things since then, but they still right. are asking. Um, something else I think a high C will want that a high D there may be some conflict there is calm, professional, quiet, organized, thoughtful workplace. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that if you interrupt a high C or you, you get passionate, you start waving your arms around or talking faster or getting a bit louder, that those things don't, in his yeah. mind, don't constitute professional. Yeah, high D walks out of his office. Uh, he, he or she, he's surrounded by cubes of his directs. A couple of them are high C's. And the high D walks out and says, look, we got, you know, I just discovered a big change. I'm in a meeting with a, with a senior person and says, okay, change everything. And you walk out of your office and say, hey, alert guys, we got to talk. Big change. Yeah. The high C is like, unbelievable. <laughs> I am in the middle of I, this thing. I Send can't believe email. he just yelled at me. In the next, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. I just yelled at you. Um, uh, yeah, and, and they're down in the weeds. And if you walk up to somebody, if you're a high D boss and you walk up to somebody, your tendency is to say, got a minute? And essentially what you're saying is, you will give me a minute now. Mm-hmm. The high C is amazed that you bother asking, you got a minute? Because they're going to be forced to say yes. Whereas if you said to them, look, sometime in the next hour, would you come by and see me? They'd be like, okay, I got that. No problem. I know I have to see you. You're my boss. And yet... I get to finish it. I get to finish mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing. Um, and frankly, they would probably just as soon say, send me an email. Um, that said, we're not against urgency at all. I happen to like urgency enormously as a high DII. And so if it is urgent, it's okay to say, listen, I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm interrupting. Yeah. There's something that's urgent. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think C say it's, it's, it's inappropriate for urgency to happen. I think the way high Ds communicate urgency can be off-putting to some high Cs. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right to say not professional, right? The yeah. loudness or the interruptions or the, the sense of change, 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 change. Mm-hmm. It's not professional. If you give me more time and let me plan and let me work and so on, I can produce better results for you. Now, guys, we're not saying you're wrong that the workplace is an urgent place. We agree with you. And there are people who would prefer it to be less urgent. And there are times when it's probably better to wait a few minutes or to be respectful of the fact that they see things differently. And that dotting your I's and crossing your T's is really important, even if there's not time. Yeah. You don't have to turn yourself into a high C boss. You have to think about the situation for five seconds and think, can I be me or can I get away with helping them be more efficient by being a bit more slower or peaceful or whatever? What's the most effective way to engage with this person? Not what's my natural tendency. That's what these casts are all about. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. So long.